Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. And good evening, kids and kittens. It is Tuesday night, July 14th, 2020. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, you found the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition on Radio TFI. I am Ed Van Ness. Normally sitting next to me would be the unflappable John Shannon. John is feeling a little under the weather tonight. So once again, for the second night in a row, breaking his own world record for consecutive appearances. From the Auxiliary Southern Command Center in Margate, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it's Mike King. Good evening, Mike. Welcome aboard again. Good evening, Ed. How are you? Today? I'm just peachy, pal. Just peachy. Thanks again for uh, for pinch hitting for John tonight. We appreciate it. I know John appreciates it. I spoke to him today, by the way, everybody. John's feeling just fine, and we expect him back on the air tomorrow night. Uh, so don't worry about John, by the way. If you'd like to get a hold of either me or Mike, you have a question, a statement, you want to talk, if you're watching on Periscope, you can see Mike's, it's a great haircut, I got to admit. It's a fantastic haircut. Uh Call us, 1-800-1800, listen to me, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 on the Twitter at Taxi Stand Hour. Actually, you can watch us from Twitter or on the Periscope, same same address, at Taxi Stand Hour. Mike King, what's going on, dude? Well, first of all, I want to say that you really made me comfortable today made me feel very at home with the British accent. Feels just like where it came from. The British accents? Yes, it makes me feel very much at home. How's that? We it sounds like me. Right. Right. Okay. All right. This is going to be a long, strange and... path, kids and kittens. And uh, <laughs> uh, apparently nobody gets out alive. Or I should say, save yourself. It's too late for me. I'm locked in here for the next 57 minutes. Uh, I hope you could understand my British accent. Yeah, well, you do have that fine, distinguished, clipped accent. That uh... Yeah. Uh, At least you played some Tom Jones. It's a good song. It's uh, For those of you... Uh, just listening on the audio, as as we do for the video presentation, we play a little uh, about two minutes of music prior to coming on the air. We go on live on the on the video, 
uh, we're not doing anything, just just kind of a heads up. And we play about two minutes of music before we come on the air. And tonight's selection was uh, Tom Jones. It's not unusual. Boy, oh boy, you should have seen Mike dance in Icarumba. He was just, he was like a regular dancing bean he was. He just, there was just no stopping him. Just no stopping him. But, uh, hey, Mike, I got fantastic news today. I got to tell you. I got the email I've been waiting for. The email that tells me my bike is on the way. It is, I expect to have it. It will be shipped from Phoenix, Arizona. And they tell me I will, I should expect delivery a week from today. July 21st. Let's stay in the world to get around New York. But my question to you, if you park it, do they write bikes and parking tickets there? No. 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 You sure? I don't know. No. Why, why, yeah. It's going to be chained up. So, Look, I'm not going to leave it alone that often. I've purchased locks and all that. And I, know, you know, I know how to lock it down. Um, no, you, I'll be parking it on a sidewalk or, you know, at a bike rack. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not going oh, to be leaving it alone that often. Certainly not in Manhattan. Uh, the only time I'm going to go into Manhattan is uh, if I go over to Central Park, you know, to go, you know, that's kind of my main goal is to head over to Central Park. There's, they got a 6.1 mile bike loop in that park. And ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, if you've never been to Central Park in New York, you will just not believe how much real estate is there. In the, this is priceless real estate. I can't begin to... To, if you're not familiar with it, how much money people would pay to bulldoze that entire thing down? And Mike knows what I'm talking about, and just put up more, more uh, 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 high-rise buildings and luxury condos and and whatnot. If if you're not familiar with it, Google it, look at it on a map, look at how much of Manhattan it actually takes up. It's a considerable amount when you when you look at it when you consider that Manhattan uh, is a relatively small island. It's about 12 miles long and maybe a, a mile and change wide at its at its widest point. But anyway, so so that's that's the plan. I don't plan on leaving the, uh, the thing alone uh, too terribly long. So although I still have to get my accessories for it, uh, I think my helmet will be here in a couple of days. So at least I can get started with that. But uh uh, Mike, I, I couldn't help but notice you had your uh, you, you had one of your medical visits today. I saw the plastic wrapping on your arm. I don't know. Did you did somebody do something, or did you get a new arm and you just haven't unwrapped no, it yet? <laughs> you haven't uh, I have an infusion, an infusion, and I'm having another one tomorrow. See, I thought you just had un, uh, unwrapped the new arm. No, uh, if I want, I told him to do this because I want to take a shower. It was a joke, Mike. No. No, I know, but the reason for that is, uh, you know, I can't go in the shower with the bandages because right. he still has the thing stuck in my arm. Uh, believe me, I understand. And, uh, he'll be there. I had to do it with a whole heart monitor. I had one of those still. When, Let's when? not talk about this. Let yeah. me tell you my Central Park story instead. Well, before you do, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tap the brakes just briefly, and I want to thank you again for bringing Renee into our little circle here. <clears throat> Uh, we, we enjoyed that conversation. I'm glad you enjoyed that. We, uh, you haven't. We had a wonderful time. She didn't even get started. <laughs> we understand that. But that, that being said, so tell us your Central Park story there, Mike. 
I was driving my cab in New York City. Don't sound so depressed. And I pull up on Fifth Avenue. I'm driving my cab in New York City, and I pull up there you go. on Fifth Avenue in a building I think Jacqueline Kennedy lived in. And I get in there, and this woman, the doorman, brings me a woman with this little dog. And she says, do you mind dogs in your car? I says, I could deal with anything as long as it's not liquid. She says, well, this is the good dog. Don't worry about it. And mm -hmm. she, she said, I said, where would you like to go? She says, go in the park and ride through the park. I said, okay. And I'm taking, you know, I'm riding through the park, and I go up to 110th Street and start swinging. I said, ma'am, what's your destination? She just says, just right around the park. I said, okay. And she says, okay, now take me back to where you picked me up. Now, hold on a I second. Said, okay. Was this when the inner lanes were open in the park? Yes, so yes, when the inner lanes, when you could go okay. on with the cars. Just as an explanation, and, uh, I, again, for those not mm -hmm. familiar, uh, there is a roadway in the park, uh, but it hasn't been open for, for years. You can cross the park. There's There are cross streets you can go east-west on. But uh, So anyway, go ahead, Mike. I apologize. So I take her, and I said, where are you going? She says, okay, we, we went around the park twice. Just take me home where you picked me up. I said, okay. And I get out, and she tell her fair. She pays me fair. She gives me a nice tip. She looks at the dog and says, see, Fifi? Told you if you were a good girl, I was going to take you for a ride in the park. <laughs> honestly, honestly, where I thought that story was going was it was going to be you were crossing the park or going through the park, and at a certain point, she was going to have you pull over so the dog could do its business. You know, she would let the dog that, out and... and uh, that would have made more sense. It would have made more sense. Well, Fifi, tw once around the park at home, James... Uh, for those of you not, for those of you not familiar, Mike was uh, was a cab driver in uh, in Nueva York for a good long time, back when they still use horses and sand in the meters to. Uh, uh... <laughs> so Mike's got a little bit of experience behind behind the wheel of a taxi here in New York City, and and that will pop up every now and again. But... By the way, speaking of horses. You know those horse carriages that they have at Central Park? Hello? You there with me? I lost Mike. His, uh, he started singing hit a high note, and, and honestly, his screen is frozen right now. So while he, while he is uh, resetting, or hopefully resetting, we'll, we'll find him once again. We may have to go under the hood while the, while the car is moving here. Uh, let me hit on a hot topic here, a, new, uh, a current current topic uh, about the Washington football team. I personally am happy that it's about to happen, that they're changing the nickname, losing the name. I mean, let's face it, it's about time. Other people don't care; they think it's uh, they think it's silly. Uh, I don't. I, I look. I could go on and on uh, about how. Uh, hold on one second, kids and kittens. Guess who's on the phone? One moment, please. Mike, I'm I'm on the air. Just just go back into the room. That's all. Just reset it. Okay. I've already re okay. I've already booted you out. Bye. So anyway, so the uh, the Washington team's going to get a new name. I think it's fabulous. Uh, 
let's face it, there's a lot of derogatory terms out there that we could be calling teams by. Uh, I, I'm not going to say them here on, on the air. Uh, I, I don't even... I only, I only use the examples when I'm trying to make the point around, uh, around people who are just not, that we're not seeing eye to eye on the subject. But I, I hope one of the, one of the, uh, front runners is Red Tails. And I kind of like that, uh, for a number of reasons. It's the Tuskegee Airmen connection. And, uh, I don't know, maybe have their gold pants with, uh, with their bottoms painted red. Who knows? It may work out. It may not. I hope they don't go with something like Warriors. I, I just, we've got one of those in the NBA and I think one is plenty. And, uh, Hey, we got Mike back. Let me bring him on here. Mike King. How are you, sir? Mike King, are you with us? Mike is looking at me. He's not responding. I don't know if he can hear me or not. He's just kind of looking at me. Anyway, uh, so once again, uh, help me out here. 754-800. Chat. 754-800-2428. Give us a call. Well, uh, again, Mike uh, Mike is having technical problems here. I can see him. But I can't hear him, uh, which is a shame. It it really is. He's moving very slowly. If you're watching on Periscope, you're seeing this. He is moving ever so slowly, about about one frame every 10, 10 or 12 seconds. I'm hearing nothing from him. I, I don't know if he can hear me. Uh, if you can hear me, Mike, I'm going to say uh, exit the room again. Or better yet, I'll do it for you and come back in. Uh there you go. So, so as uh, as we were hoping not to do, we're flying solo here tonight for the moment. Mike's gonna, we're gonna try to overcome his uh, his technical di- difficulties there. Uh, so yeah. Any anyway, I personally, I'm not sure how the 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 NFL season is supposed to start in about seven or eight weeks. I'm I'm firmly up to. Uh, I, I believe that. They've been thinking about this for a good long time. This is this is too close to the beginning of the season for them to do this without having any prior preparation. Uh, we, uh, I'm sure, there's a logo already come up. There's there's uh, letterheads and and paper clips and everything else that has the new team name on it, whatever it is. It's it's been established. They've already know what it is. This has been going on for decades. I, I find it hard to believe that. Uh, that they don't know where they want to go with this. Mike King, how are you, sir? I'm back. Hey, Mike is back. It's nice to have you, and you I'm can he- you can hear us. And well, we can't hear you, Mike. We're we're having a bad connection here. We, we we're having massive technical difficulties here with you. Uh, just speak slowly. Speak to me, boy. Yeah, there you go. And there he goes again. Mike, I'll tell you what. I'm going to keep going on uh, when you think you can. When I hear you, I'll let you know. Uh, right now, I can't hear you, and I don't want to spend the whole show just saying, Mike, can you hear me? Okay. I, I, oh, I'm there here. you are. There you are. I got you now. Uh, okay. So. 
Okay, I'm back. Uh, it's raining outside. The internet. All right, we we lost you again. Goes on and off here when you stopped. Right, I'm moving. Right, which is why we try to avoid Wi-Fi on this. We try to hook up. But anyway, we'll we'll power through it. We we've believe me, John and I have gone through worse than this. I promise you that. This is this isn't the problem with the internet. The problem is when it rains, this internet gets sometimes it goes out. It gets wet you know, when you get the heavy rain in Florida for five not, yeah, not we, a few minutes. We're, 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 we're hearing about every third every third word from you. And, uh, uh, and it, well, what, just sit tight, Mike. We'll uh, we'll try to get back to you when we can. Just just sit tight. Once just move around every now and again, so I know that the picture's not frozen. <laughs> and there's no movement so the picture is frozen so there you go so we've dedicated an entire segment here to mike king's uh but you're not there anymore i'm not there anymore so connection so 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 you're rude or consider using a internet cable which i'm going to go okay mike uh i'm sorry i hate to do this i really truly do but this is such a bad connection i'm gonna have to go solo from here uh, okay, I, okay. I, because we're it's just too hard. The signal's too unreliable. No, that's okay. I'll uh, I'll handle it from here. But thanks again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, the technical gremlins <laughs> have uh, have gotten the better of Mike tonight. But we appreciate you being here, pal. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Mike. Take care. I I I don't know if he hears me or not. So. Uh, Anyway, let's uh, let's move on here, kids and kittens. We uh, not the show I was planning on doing, but then again, when is it ever the show we plan on doing? Uh, when is it ever? Uh, so here I am sitting by myself, swearing I would never do this again. But let's go to some of the hits from the week. Now we haven't got any real audio from. Uh, from this week yet we have some of it made up but uh here's something i came across yesterday i want to play for you guys i was holding this off till saturday but uh it's it's a little tune i heard i think you're going to enjoy it Somebody thought of it and 
Hi, this is Mike King. If you want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour, call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. I knew we'd get back, get Mike back on the air one way or the other. By the way, that was uh, that song was called The Racist Connection. Uh, a nice, nice in, impression of Kermit the Frog. And one of the few impressions I can do. And we will not get into that because uh, nobody wants to hear that stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, getting getting a little serious here for a minute, as we all can see, all, all this racism and nonsense that's been bubbling up low these past four years, and especially recently, because 2020 doesn't have enough problems. Uh, <clears throat> I saw an interesting statement on the Internet a couple of weeks ago. 2020 has a virus, and we need to reboot it. Uh I, I mean, I've been watching videos of people getting beat up simply for the color of their skin and, and, and tormented and uh, people yelling. And we have people that are out there refuse to wear a mask. I, I, I understand that's not racist. That's just stupid. But uh, by the way, congratulations to us here in the New York City area, the, the metropolitan area here, because Sunday was the first day with zero, zero COVID-related re- deaths. Yes, there are people out there. You can, uh, you, 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 you can say almost everything is COVID-related or not, and uh, uh, you can go back and forth on that. But uh, we've made some great progress here. And it hasn't been easy. Personally, I am on, what, day 121 of my personal lockdown. Day 121. Quite frankly, I've had enough of it. But I'm going to continue on because it's the right thing to do. When I do go out, I wear the mask. Sometimes I wear the gloves. I'm washing my hands as soon as I get home. I'm doing everything I can. Fortunately for me, I live alone in that regard and that I don't have to worry about passing this along to anybody or more importantly, anybody passing it along to me. So, uh, you know, again, on top of all the silliness going on out there and uh, getting back to where I was, where I started out, I'm, I'm just thinking of all these videos I see of groups of older white people and they're Trump supporters, you know, and there's no getting around it because they're all wearing the shirts. They're all screaming Trump 2020. I say, yeah, give him 20 years for this crime and 20 for the other ones. Uh, you, 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 I mean, not to, to yell, go back to where you came from to anybody is not only idiotic, it shows your stupidity 
because you or your ancestors came from somebody somewhere else. We all know that. Unless you're a Native American, you got a stake in a casino or that kind of thing. You just need to shut the hell up about going back where, where they belong. Remember, there are a lot of people born in this country, born and raised, the second, third generation. Sure, maybe they speak Spanish or Swahili or whatever language their parents or grandparents, whatever country they're from. But these are just as American as anybody, as anybody. But they don't look like you. And that therein is the problem. They don't look like you. They don't have the, the same uh, skin tone, if you will. And what's always interesting is to watch these people going on and on and on. And you can tell there, there's, not, there's not 10 years of, of grade school in, in a group of 100. A cumulative total. Uh, they, they're just... What's the old joke? What's, what, what's got 20,000 eyes and four teeth? A Trump rally. Yeah, that may be a bit of a stretch, but, um, and unfortunately, unf you know, right now we're, we're in a, we're in a fine, you, you want to think he's, he's God's gift to whatever, uh, that is entirely up to you. That's your choice. You, uh, you do what you got to do to, uh, to get by on these things, but gosh darn it. I, I, I just, uh. I just don't understand how people can go about just yelling, screaming at random people that they don't know. They don't know the first thing about. Uh, I go back to where you came from. Yes, I'm I'm hopscotching around here, hop skipping around here. <laughs> I need somebody to talk to. Seven five four eight hundred chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Let me play a little audio here. We got my boy Jim Jordan, and that's Jim G Y M. Who, uh, by the way, you're in Congress. Buy a jacket. Maria, the, the number one question I get, whether I'm you know, in the 4th District of Ohio or traveling around our state or traveling around the country, the number one question I get from people is they'll walk up to me and says, when is somebody going to jail? And the reason they say that is because they're sick of the double standard. This idea that there's one set of rules for the politically connected in D.C., and a different set for us regular folks. So let's hope we have uh, the, the investigation done before the election. Let's hope that someone is going to be held accountable for the major wrongdoing that took place when they targeted the president's campaign and spot. All right, Jim. So let's see. The That's the number one question you're saying. So nobody's asking about the coronavirus. Nobody's asking about the economy. Nobody's asking about when will, the, will we get more stimulus money. Uh, and you have the nerve, the nerve to talk about political favors when Roger Stone just had his sentence commuted for he was convicted on seven counts seven counts of lying to protect the president that commuted his sentences and by the way he uh oh I hope I can find this I wasn't I didn't think I was going to talk about it but there is the fact that Roger Stone his sentence was commuted uh, it, it just shouldn't have happened, and, and I'm. You bear with me. I have to find this, uh, my notes on this, because it just struck me. It just struck me that uh, it, it just bothers me to no end that people are getting away with literal murder, literal murder, and they point the blame at uh. I mean, 
what are we going to do kids and kittens what are we going to do we need we we need we need somebody oh here it is uh this is from joshua geltzer on the twitter jay geltzer per the department of justice stone wasn't even eligible to apply for a commutation uh one moment kids and kittens uh boom 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 hello mike stand by i'm uh, reading a story here to be eligible to apply for a commutation of sentence a person must have reported to prison and begin serving a sentence and may not be challenging his conviction in the courts stone is not reported and is appealing mike king go ahead pal yes i'm home i'm in the bedroom near the wi-fi you want me to try this again or i i do not right there. we're doing it we're in the middle of a show so let's let's just keep going uh if you uh, you you just relax enjoy the show okay and uh okay and we'll be in touch with you okay i feel terrible i really do nothing to feel terrible about pal nothing to feel terrible okay. about it happens okay. you know you know what we you, co- you know okay. what we you know Bye. what we never mind goodbye <sighs> anyway mike king doing his best here and we as always we we appreciate him we appreciate him uh, coming on, sitting in for John, um, who, by the way, again, will be back with us tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, so Stone, Stone's not even eligible for this. I, but then again, the, the laws don't mean anything to these people. It, 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 it means nothing. The fact that this, this Captain Coppertone is out there pronouncing himself the law and order president. Are you for real? I mean, are you for real? How are you the law and order president? Unless you sit there and, you know, look, I, I enjoy watching the Lenny Briscoe episodes myself. But goodness gracious, how in the hell? How in the hell do you... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, here, here's a little bit more. Let's, let's Now that we're on the Trump thing. Uh, here he is talking about wearing masks. This is from his little trip to Walter Reed. That's not counting the one... The secret one, he, uh, his trip he made. Well, I'll probably have a mask if you must know. I mean, I'll probably have a mask. I think when you're in a hospital, especially in that particular setting where you're talking to a lot of soldiers and people that in some cases just got off the operating tables, I think it's a great thing to wear a mask. I've never been against masks, but I do believe they have a, a time and a place. Yes, the time and the places when a massive plague hit your country and you needed to set an example for the knuckleheads that that follow you blindly. I've heard more than one medical person state in the past couple of weeks, if we all wear our masks for the next three or four weeks, we can pretty well tamp this down. Now, this goes for you folks in Texas, in Arizona, and of course, my old home state, Florida, because let's face it, we're not, if we don't get a hold of this, nobody gets out alive. You know, European countries are back open. They have live sports. People are eating in restaurants. We're the biggest, we're the best, aren't we? No, we're pigheaded and stubborn is what we are. Not to mention all you fools out there that have made it political. I'm not wearing a mask because you're taking away my rights. Nobody's taking away your rights. 
But then again, don't be. It's very interesting how how highly upset these same folks get. Uh, well, it's my right to not wear a mask. Fine, and it's everybody else's right not to let you inside their businesses or inside their homes. It's your right to cry like a baby, and, and it's and it's my right to treat you like the jerk that you are. You know, they sit there and they they go to these stores and they know that they're going to create a problem. They just know it. And then it's the uh, it's the whole oh it's a medical excuse baloney, baloney. If you have a legitimate medical reason not to wear a mask, I promise you your doctor doesn't want you outside. Period. Period. You're just selfish, pig-headed, and stubborn. Seven five four eight hundred chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. We uh, again. We, I'm watching all these videos because I'm home and I have time to do these things. And 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 I just can't get over. I just can't get over it. How how, how stubborn people are. And of course, you've got the conservative media. Just well, they're kind of in a in in a trippy place right now, because they're they're trying to act all nice because especially Fox News, because they're getting their asses sued off, for basically telling people, uh, oh, you don't need a mask, COVID is a hoax, blah blah blah. Of course, they deny it now, but through the magic of what is it we call it, videotape and recordings and. All manner of good stuff. Uh, we know what they all said. We know what they all said. And you've got the sheep there, the Fox News sheep, that are just whatever, oh, whatever they say on Fox, it must be true. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Geraldo Rivera's been full of crap for as long as I can remember. The last good thing he did was Willowbrook, and that was in the 60s. It was the late 60s or early 70s when he was a local reporter here in New York at WABC Channel 7. Uh, he did a big expose on a, a, a place called Willowbrook. Willowbrook, excuse me. It, it was, he did great work on that one. Look it up. He hasn't done much of anything since, in my opinion. Uh, remember, th this is the man that brought you Al Capone's vault. Uh, I, I, I don't know. And it, you know, it, it just, I read someplace about a month or so ago, actually longer ago than that, uh, during the midst of all this, somebody, somebody wrote online, boy, I wish Joan Rivers was still alive. I, it would be, she is somebody that would, uh, it, it would have been interesting if she was still alive to, uh, to take him on and to, uh, I, I, nobody can put him in his place because he doesn't know what his place is. His niece's book just came out. I just got it on audiobook. I got it for free. Uh, and I'm looking forward to diving into that. I have a bunch of books on uh, audio. Uh, Audible. Audible. That's that's the name of the app. I, I signed up for it. and uh, But anyway, I still had some credits left over. But I am very much looking forward to to uh, consuming that, uh, mainly, I think mainly because she is a trained, I don't want to get it wrong, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever her official standing is. So 
yes, she has actually met him, and yes, she can actually diagnose him. And from what I'm hearing, it's not looking good. It's not, you know, again, not that he cares. He doesn't. His followers don't care. Uh, and this ra on this rambling road of mine, uh, here's what's popping into my head now. Vote, kids and kittens, vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just get out there and vote. Well, I do care who you vote for, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. But this can be done. Don't sit and wait for somebody else to do it. If you don't like what's going on, get your get your ass up. If you have a primary coming up, get out and vote in that. But certainly November 3rd. Certainly the 3rd of November. It is imperative that we all get out and vote. Me, personally, I'll vote by, by mail again. I did it for the primaries here in New York State. And I could. Why? Because they made an exception for COVID. Uh, I've said it before, I, I've mentioned it multiple times on the on the show, that my polling place is literally across the street. I literally walk out the door and cross the street, and there's my polling place. So either way, I don't care. If i got to wait four hours over there, I'll wait four hours. I'll wait four hours. If you look at what happened during the primaries, people were waiting four, five, six, eight hours in the rain. This was for primaries. Can you imagine what's going to happen? Uh, come November, and and don't don't for one second believe that that uh, the Republicans aren't trying to uh, tamper with voting and make it almost impossible for people to vote. They're going to do it. They're going to try. They're they're going to. Uh, but you got to get out there. Your vote does count. It truly does count. Hillary lost the idiotic electoral college by a relatively small margin. Every vote counted. And by the way, uh, this is the next thing we need to do is we need to get rid of this electoral college nonsense. It is the, the presidential election is the only one we use this for. Twice now in 20 years, the people's choice was not elected. This has to stop. This has to stop. You get the most votes, you win. We don't need this complicated electoral college nonsense anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Where it might have served a purpose at one point back in the day, when communication was difficult and it would take sometimes weeks for news to get around. No. We have internet. I'm running a damn radio station from home, for goodness sake. We can do the most popular, the popular vote. We don't need anything else. Who's got more, period? Here's the job. Again, we do it for every other elected office in this country. I don't understand why we still have to do it this way. But that should be something, whichever amendment that's in, we need to go after that. That needs to be next. And uh, excuse me while I take a swig. Mm. normally I would tap out there and hand it over to my broadcast partner, but my broadcast partner isn't here tonight. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. Again, he'll be back tomorrow night. By the way, uh, we've got baseball coming up tonight at 10 o'clock after, after this presentation. It will be game two of the 1971 World Series between the Pittsburgh Pirates and, their, and then their Baltimore Orioles, who 
were quite quite a team back then, late 60s, early 70s. They, they kept losing the World Series, but, you know, they weren't exactly the Buffalo Bills of baseball, but they were trying hard. They were trying hard. Uh, so you can all, you can get all this information on the website, uh, radiotfi.com. Schedules, you can see all of our old promo cards, all of our past shows. We have, uh, you can watch or listen to the past shows, uh, those that we've done on Periscope when we have done video. And now this is, uh, this is finally working out. So as, uh, so we'll continue this while, uh, while we can, we will, we do have plans to expand onto different platforms, uh, we probably won't go to YouTube because of copyright issues. We do like to play a song every now and again, and uh, we just don't want to fight YouTube on that. We are desperately trying to broadcast live to the to our website, and uh, we're still trying to uh, work out the kinks on that. It's it's not going as smoothly as I thought. There is a chance. There's a small chance we might also go on on Instagram live. We're we're on Twitter through Periscope, so you can always find us there. Uh, and by the way, we've got links on the site to some of our friends, some of the stories we've we've talked about in the past, some of the old audio, uh, and just, just whatever strikes our fancy that we think you, our listeners, might be interested in. And by the way, we do appreciate everybody that's here coming by, whether you're listening live, whether you're listening on Memorex, as John might say, or, or however, however you... Uh, you connect with us. We're, we're happy you did. It's This is something John and I both enjoy doing. But we, we certainly do enjoy doing it together. So while I figure out where we're going next with this, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little music for you here. I'm going to run a song through. And uh, we're going to pick one out at random here. There we go. There's, uh, there's a nice little, a nice little uh, instrumental number. This is Glenn Campbell's version of Classical Gas. All righty. I promised Alan that we would do a classical number if he would conduct the Philharmonic for us, so we will do that for him right now. This was written by a friend of mine in Los Angeles by the name of Mason Williams, and I love the song. It was a big hit over here, too. It's called Classical Gas.
classical gas performed by Glenn Campbell and some orchestra or another originally uh, performed by Mason Williams I remember seeing that or hearing that I should say originally on the old Smothers Brothers show a summer replacement series originally on CBS back in the back in the 60s I was a mere boy a mere lad six seven eight years old somewhere around there Tom and Dick Smothers and with the bass and the guitar and I don't remember the performance of classical gas so much I remember I think he came out sitting on a stool with the guitar Mason Williams I do remember hearing the music though and for some reason waiting for the words <laughs> wondering if I'd be able to sing along <laughs> 754-800-CHAT 754-800-2428 You know how to get a hold of me uh, If you're at a payphone, call collect mm. When was the last time anybody made a collect phone call? More importantly Or along those same lines, I should say Think about this and Speaking of phones When was the last time you heard a busy signal? Or dial tone, for that matter. We use our mobile phones. Uh, most people aren't using a landline these days. Maybe, maybe, at, maybe at at work. Maybe, maybe when you're visiting grandma. Who I shouldn't talk because I'm grandma's age now. But uh, you know, unless you have a, a landline, most of the people we call, you're calling their their cell. Uh, so you don't hear a busy signal. You don't hear a dial tone. And of course, uh, those of us old enough to remember, uh, the rotary dials. You show them to say, you know, look, some of the younger folks, they're not familiar with it. It's not their thing. You can't hold it against them. Uh, the rotary dials, for those of you not aware, many, many eons ago, I worked in payphone repair for New York Telephone. This is back in the late 70s, early 80s. And I was, I worked in the Bronx and lots of great stories about that. Got to go in Yankee Stadium when it's empty in November. That was fun. Uh, but there came a time when every payphone in New York was converted from, uh, from a rotary dial to a touchtone dial. By the way, kids and kittens, if you're not familiar with a payphone, uh, Google it. <laughs> They used to be all over the place. You'd be you'd be hard pressed to find one now. I tell you that much. Uh, you still see them occasionally, international airports, and but not terribly often. But anyway, we had a big, big. We we had to go out there and uh, change over every phone as they came up for repair. Uh, you know, it was a big job, and but I, there was another. We had to do this practically overnight. Uh, involved a lot of overtime when the price of a telephone call payphone was raised from 10 cents to 25 cents here in the New York City area well those of us in coin repair as we called it we had to go out make the adjustment on the phones uh, oh there's a lot going on inside those phones let me tell you kids and kittens and also put up the new little signs there used to be little signs there just under the coin slot and uh, I'm trying to remember what it, I think it took us in our, and we had to go to every payphone. 
Didn't matter if it was on the street, in a basement, and you'd be surprised where some of these phones were. Uh, lots of businesses would have a payphone, like a candy store or a deli or, or their little grocery store. They would have a payphone with an extension run off of it just to receive calls. And that would be that would be the office line. This way, if anybody could use their phone as long as you paid for it. I had a payphone. Uh, I still have it, as a matter of fact. It's in my... I won't say where it is. I have two of them uh, that I used to have set up. I had a little makeshift bar in my backyard and in my old apartment back in Manhattan back in those days. And I had it hooked up. People were shocked. They, you know, you pick it up and there was there was that dial tone. Uh, and I would get the same question all the time. Do you have to put money in to use it? To which my reply was, put it in and see. <laughs> you didn't, but... <laughs> I made a total of 50 cents that way. <laughs> of the years, two people put a quarter in. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. So anyway, how many how many people do you know that had an actual working payphone with the? And I got it new. I've had them. I've had them now. Good gravy. Oh, 40 years I've had these things. I think they had. I think. One of them still has the old 10 cent card on it, I think. They're both they're both touch tone, the push button. I do have rotary dials, but I don't have the proper housing for the rotary dials. So that's uh that's on me. But I don't have the I'm not using them anymore. I don't even have a I don't even have a landline to hook them up to. Uh I haven't had a landline and Oh my goodness. It was about three, four years ago I finally Finally, finally ditched my landline. I had not used the landline. I hadn't had a phone hooked up to it for probably seven, eight years. I use, I kept it because after Hurricane Wilma, we uh, the cell phone coverage was spotty, spotty at best, for about the first three days. Having a landline was, uh, it helped. It helped a great, it helped a great deal. To, to be sure so I was hesitant hesitant about about getting rid of it I finally did it's actually I've got that the same number is now on my tablet I put it on a phone for a while uh, a mobile phone and then I moved it over to uh, to the tablet so the the phone number I use for my my tablet I've had geez geez how long have I had that since 80. 86 something like that about 20 35 years i've had that number give or take you know it's uh you're gonna see more and more of that now people because you can take your phone anywhere now it doesn't matter the area code i have an i have a 954 area code that's a that's a broward county florida area code uh it's, it's interesting years ago back before mobile phones and all that the uh the phone company created a thing. Uh, it was a, a, an area code, specifically 700 area code. You could pay extra, get a phone number with a 700 area code, and you could get calls anywhere in the country. You'd go to a hotel, a friend's house. You would just have to punch in a code. This was before call forwarding. And, or even if you moved, if you moved from New York to Detroit, you just had it set up, boom, your number was the same of course there's no need for it now because again we can 
it's not the same as it was the switching and, and it's all different now it's all different you don't have to heck i remember when you didn't have to give an area code i can remember <laughs> when all of new york city was 212 uh of course that all changed with with the advent of fax machines and pagers and uh and then one uh, cell phones and then when the computers came along man it just exploded it exploded uh you're hard pressed to find a 212 area code you can't find you, you can't get issued one anymore where that used to cover all of new york city at one point it was just manhattan now uh then these numbers just don't come up you can go on ebay and buy one i was uh eight years ago my, my dad passed and uh his phone number you know obviously it was a 212 area code it was the number we had growing up as kids and i i i, I thought about it too late uh, I, I got a hold of my family member that was clearing out the apartment i said don't get rid of the phone it's it was in my dad's name which i'm named after him i said look i'll have it uh ported over to to a, a cell phone and we can put it on eBay and, you know, we'll, we'll sell it and get a couple of quid out of it. And my, the family member didn't really quite understand what I was talking about. And I already called them. And so it's, uh, it's a shame. It was a shame, but hated to give up the number. And especially now, since it's so difficult to, to get a 212 number. But speaking of numbers, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. By the way, just in case you didn't know, maybe you're interested maybe you're not that is a google voice number that number is free cost us nothing absolutely nothing if you need a number to give out to people that you don't want having your your personal number or you want it for a business you got to go get a google voice number I, I i'm not getting paid for this there's nothing to be paid for but the beauty of it is you go on to the Google Google Voice website, you can see all your calls. You can see all your text messages. They're there forever. They never leave. Uh, I have another Google Voice number that I used for my business back in the day. 954-TFI-3399. Uh, Dial it. You won't get anything. I won't even answer it. Uh, I only use it when I, when I need to, uh, when I need a, a fresh phone number. Uh, but it's it's good to have if there's somebody you want you to call you but you don't you can also set up the, set it up to only ring at certain times there's a, a ton of options a ton of options and it and it just makes good sense when you want to uh again you just want to have a spare number that that you can use when you don't want to give out your per, your personal private number uh Google Voice. Google is your friend. I long ago accepted the fact that Google's got all my data and all my information. And you know what? I don't care. You can have it. You got what you got. I don't care. It's uh, There's not much I'm doing with it these days. So, so Google, you do what you got to do if, if having my info helps. Well, we're getting close to the end here now, uh, boys and girls, kids and kittens. We're, uh, we're just trying to doggy paddle our way to the shore trying to keep our head above water we got about two minutes left and uh i don't know what else what else do i want to talk about uh i got so many things in my head but again this is different for me when i don't have 
somebody to bounce off. And unfortunately, we had the technical trouble with with Mike King. And again, I want to thank him for uh, for helping us out these past couple of nights. Uh, Mike's a good friend, has uh, uh, saved my life, literally, literally saved my life a couple of years ago. Uh, he's, he's everybody's friend, I promise you that. You'll never find a nicer guy. And he actually does have a good haircut these days. I'm quite jealous, quite jealous. Uh, he keeps saying to me, Ed, you got to come back down to Florida. And I keep saying, why? You people are dropping dead like flies. <laughs> He's a good man, good man. Again, John Shannon will be back with us tomorrow night. Uh, we'll talk about him. His wife is doing fine. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, once we go off the air here, we have uh, baseball, 1971 World Series Game 2, Pittsburgh I almost said the Steelers, Pittsburgh Pirates against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, this was, I, I would imagine, 71. This must have been when the Pirates had just moved into Three River Stadium, the, the cookie-cutter ballparks. Uh, Cincinnati had it at the time, and I, Philadelphia was not long behind. And I, I think very few things Americans agree on. I think we all agreed those stadiums stunk. They just had no soul, no heart, no character, no nothing. But uh, And again, go to the website, RadioTFI.com. Uh, we have calendars there that tells you what's coming up and when. We're here Monday through Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the mothership of the Taxi Stand Hour comes to you Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern uh, with replays all week long, Sunday through Friday at 10 a.m., and uh, lo and behold, there it is finally. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, I want to thank you for your patience tonight. Once again, thank you, Mike King. John, we'll see you tomorrow. John's got the money. See ya! <laughs>